This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. And maybe I seem a bit confused, but baby, I got you pegged. <laughs> but when it comes to the show, Frasier, I guess you're going to have to convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-eyed Frasierist tries to convince a couple of Skip Tortellis to get on board, medical board, with his Nile stinctive, sometimes downright Daphne Moon usual Raw's obsession. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth, my friend. Uh, this is the show where we have two co-hosts, uh, the best iteration that it's ever been. Um, I am one of those co-hosts. My name is Ben Castle. To my right is Thayer, the French cat for Shet. Meow, meow, meow. Great to be back. You know, just a lot more room, a lot more, you know, room in this place. I feel free. I feel open. I feel like finally no one's judging me. No one's over there like thinking about basic computer code or what's another C++ and trying to make jokes about that. Jeff, R.I.P.P., my friend. <laughs> Is that a standard Thayer joke? R.I.P.P. I'm trying to work it in. How'd we do? I liked it. Okay, good, good. good. Uh, You're in for a treat. So we have a very special guest with us today. We got to know each other over the past, what, nine weeks? Something like that. And it was a wonderful pleasure. Writer and comedian Josh Brown. Hey, happy to be here. All right. Uh, Welcome, buddy. Convince me, crowd. I'm listening. (laughs) It's a reference. That's a Fraser ref. Yeah. Why is no real psychologist, like on air psychologist, taking that and run with it? I'm listening. That's great. Uh, Copyright. It's probably trademarked, I would assume. IP. Yep. IP. That's good. Yeah. Does the bulldog have a catchphrase? You know the bulldog? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's mostly just roasting Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signature move. I love the bulldog, uh, but we'll get into that in a second. How you doing, Josh? How's oh, your great. week going? Going great. Uh, happy to be here. Reminds me of uh, my parents' divorce. Right after uh, my dad moved out, uh, you can feel that palpable sense of fresh start energy. Yeah. And yes, if you open my fridge, there's just one very old uh, Chinese food uh, little packet in Classic. there. Classic. That's it. Single dad. Single dad. So we got that theme going. Feels good. Where he's like, was your dad like, I don't miss him. My old co-host, because that's how I feel. <laughs> he would he would say that during the day, and then at night you'd hear the sobs. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's been happening a little and too. He'd start crying and talk about uh, HelloFresh. He would do ads in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, expertly done. I loved that. Uh, what do you? Was he crying on a Casper mattress? Yeah, so he was actually getting the best sleep of his life. That's great. Even though they make the uh, pillows too now, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, we would ask him to put one over his face. To, <laughs> not to hurt himself, but just to muffle that. You know, because he had three kids who were trying to sleep. You've got to be respectful, you know? A uh, little peek behind the curtain for our listeners. We uh, will send like, we'll, we'll ask our potential guests for like a list of topics. One of your list things, Josh, was Banjo-Kazooie, the rare game on Nintendo 64. Yeah. Can we talk about that a bit? I thought like a quick Banjo-Kazooie chat. Because I got the rare um, compilation for Xbox Mm -hmm. One, and it's on there. And it's a fun game, Banjo-Kazooie. 
Uh, What's the premise? It's like a... You t- you, right, you're going to know so, it much better than me. Yeah, Wacky World. Uh, banjo is a bear with a backpack, and in that backpack... But that's an instrument. What? Well, then you're not <laughs> oh, going to like true. Kazooie, who is a bird. <laughs> <laughs> who lives in his backpack. Lives right? in his backpack, and together they can uh, do things, feats they could never do separately jump and fly and attack yeah. things and if you think about like it's kind of like the opposite of us and jeff like without him we can do much more i feel free uh, uh if you think about like um sonic and knuckles how they have like different powers or sonic and tails wow. think about if tails was attached to sonic and then he could like fly with the help of tails or flip over and then Tails could run around with Sonic awkwardly bumbling on his back. That's fun. Yeah, they switch who's the top and the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my Friday night. It's good to, you know, like What uh, do you mean share. by that? Yeah. Yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, I, was just, I was changing my sheets. I put the top uh-huh. on the bottom, you know. You hate to see it. So you put the fitted one on top? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I try to you mix do it hate up. to see that. You really right? hate to see that. You're really, I was like, wow, this sheet is very easy to put on. Do you get tangled up in that elastic? Yeah, yeah, but then it, I was thinking about it. It could be just nice little, just like cups for your feet. You know, put those in there. You know, you you're just, you snugged in. Feels Wait, good. How are you oriented? Your feet are in the fitted sheet. <laughs> That's right. That's but, right. Which is fitted to the bed. <laughs> to the bed. You're getting it. I haven't had a good night's sleep in about three years, but uh, you know that's that's right. I got to talk to your dad about these <laughs> Casper mattress on the face. Can you imagine going to someone's house and like they have a bed ready for you and it was a fitted sheet on top and a flat sheet on bottom? You'd you wouldn't like, know what's on bottom. Oh yeah, that's true. It could be anything. Under it could there. be it could anything. be anything under there. You don't know. Could be a bed of coals. So today we're talking about Frasier. Frasier, the hit '90s sitcom. I mean, this thing was huge. Huge. Rivaling the seasons. Eleven, was it 11? Seasons. Yeah. Double dig. Okay. I figured a cool way to start out our t- our discussion of this would be talk about Cheers a little. Sure. Do you did you watch Cheers? Less. Less than Frasier. Less than Frasier. Okay. I'm a huge Cheers fan. I've seen it all the way through twice, I think. Damn. Uh so you're you, convinced on Cheers. I love Cheers. Cheers is so good. And uh this is part of what's gonna be your uphill battle, because Frasier is a great like seasoning on Cheers. He's a side character. Um and a weirdo because it's you know it's a bar, it's a Boston bar. Right there. Now you, uh, yeah. Here's yeah. from Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going, I'm going. Hey, I forgot to tell you, I'm going to Boston in June. Well, it's I'll give you great. some, give you some tips. The Cheers bar is there. That's my only tip. Go check it oh, out. Oh, that's dope. I'm staying in Southie, baby. Oh, baby. Uh, I uh, love Cheers, but uh, yeah, Fraser is this like knobby, pretentious guy who's a weird like offset, and so so contrasting to the like lowbrow Cheers people. So I love Frasier on Cheers. You guys have any Cheers opinions? Well, you know, it's interesting you say this, because I think of Cheers and Frasier as actually, like, two pinnacle examples of, like, the types of sitcom. Like, the ensemble-driven sitcom, and then the sitcom sort of based around one character, where they're at the center of it, and everyone exists to kind of poke them in various ways. That's interesting. I think you're correct. But I don't think Frasier's a good example. Whoa! (laughs) Uh, I think it it probably is a good example. I don't think I've given it a fair shot. See, Um, I'm more... Thank God I'm here. Yeah, Yeah. this is why I was here today. I'm more... I've seen much more Frasier than I have Cheers. I actually didn't even learn that Frasier was a spinoff of Cheers until much much later in life. 
And uh, I would say I do love having like a, a therapist as a main character. I think that's great. Yeah. And it was like radio, which back in the 90s, what a time for radio, you know? This would be on the radio. The this 90s. would be on the radio. This would be a live broadcast. This was on Thursday, and news radio was on Tuesday. Two radio shows. Two radio shows. Which is insane. We on couldn't TV. picture a bigger medium, even though we were watching TV at the time. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> radio is still the future. Yeah, were there any shows about TV on at the time? Uh, Seinfeld, they pitched a pilot. They, they pitched Seinfeld. It's like yeah. <laughs> several seasons of Seinfeld as I'm pitching Seinfeld. Yeah. An idea for a show about nothing. Wait a second. That's what I'm watching right now. So meta. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I enjoyed it. I can't say I'm like a super fan. It was, it definitely had like a pretentious angle to it. I did like the contrast with his like cop dad who was like very smart and that dog, Eddie. You know. Oh, dog is great. Dog Eddie. Yeah, if you're on board for the dog, yeah. you're not going to be on board for Frasier. <laughs> uh, huh. That's probably true. You know. The dog, uh, I love. I love that chair, too. That chair is the great. Chair. The green chair. They you know what I'm talking about? Very comfortable. Very yeah, yeah. comfortable. Get rid of it in the season finale, and it's like an emotional moment. Ooh. Yeah. No more. Duct tape couldn't keep it together, just like uh, Frasier and his dad's relationship. Or, the, you know, people's minds that need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're trying to put duct tape caller i i do remember as a kid there is so one of the characters like you never see one of their ex-wives is that right or do you ever see niles's Niles's wife wife. okay you never see niles's wife which like as a kid was like so frustrating to me because it's like i've just really i was like why isn't this person ever on the screen but now as an adult i'm like that's a pretty interesting move Mm -hmm. to always be talking about someone and never have them show up and then you know, so that was just, uh, they did some interesting things that certainly stuck with me. I can't say I'm a super fan, but I do like it being set in Seattle as well. I just feel like yeah, you're, Seattle's you're, not, a fun choice. you're not saying that mm-hmm. enough, you know, and uh, anything with radio has my interest, but I'm going to need, you're going to have to turn up, you know, the volume on my Frasier Love. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Did you like that one? That's about radio. Can't say I've. Have you never? Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I don't know what you're talking about. It was like a a 70s sitcom. I like sitcoms a lot, and I've watched a lot of them. This is a 70s radio sitcom? Yeah. It was very big. Almost as big as the Roseanne reboot, right? You know, guys. Whoa, is this a topical podcast? (laughs) Yeah. It is just trending right now. Why did you guys vote for Trump? Because of Roseanne. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, they're conventional. I'm unconventional i like to go against the grain i like to speak my mind yeah and that's that's why we're a bunch of trump voters <laughs> on this pod so just kidding i wrote in bart simpson Ooh, baby wow got him shorts yeah i caramba what are your favorite sitcoms ben simpsons uh oh, there we go. some people might not co- i mean it's not like multicam obviously because it's a cartoon and the great fraser yeah, thing in simpsons game, yeah. where they have sideshow bob and his mm-hmm. brother is david high pierce Yes, of course. Yeah. Frazier's voice work is amazing. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer? Grammer. Beast. Kelsey Grammer. Beast, thank yeah. you. Well, that, the Beast boss. you may want to sweep under the, the rug. but his, Beast boss. I, arguably, I think the best part of that not good movie <laughs> was, was, yeah, it was when he does a flying kick and he, like his big, rawr, yeah, it's a, it sticks with you. <laughs> it sticks with you for better, for worse. Well, and well, but he always like does an action thing and then does like a Frasier reaction. So it'll be like, <laughs> I thought I was overdoing this. <laughs> oh, this espresso is too cold. There's no espresso here. The beast. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the beast. 
Uh, my favorite sitcom, Seinfeld. Absolutely. Uh, but I like a lot of them. Right now on the air, probably one day at a time. It's not on the air, actually. It's on the stream. Oh. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's a great show. Um, what are, I, I really like Friends as well lately. See, I Cheers. Feel, I feel like now, being so cool and hip as I am, I'm gravitating to these like unconventional shows like high maintenance where it's like you're not really you're like loosely following one guy but then it's just like these slice of life stories that you could mm-hmm. tune in do I mean, you call that a sitcom no oh, okay no i'd call it i'm a just show curious some people TV. do like loosely define like define it's the office of sitcom i would say i think it is but i would it's not say multi-cam so, right? yeah yeah well then i, I would also throw the office that's like for the for, last yeah single cam i was like really watching mm-hmm. every week when it was was on yeah. that was a great show yeah like Modern Family strikes me as like super sitcommy, and yes. that's no laugh track. That's no. It's, it bugs me. It feels like it needs to be live on stage. I it wants to be a little the, bit. The yeah. laugh track needs to be retired. I actually read a very interesting article. Can in, I in can I ask jobs. you a follow up on that? You can. Uh, do you hate like a laugh track where it's like it wasn't filmed in front of a studio audience, or do you hate a studio audience as well? Well, I do you feel just hate like, the sound of laughter? Well, I don't like a show that like has to tell me when I need to laugh. And I know for a lot of people watching it, they want to know. But then I just feel like you're just you're telling people when it's supposed to be funny. That's just not a good sign, you know? Yeah, I think I agree with like Mash. Are you guys familiar with Mash? The show, yeah, the show. I was, or the, the potato laugh. variety. Hey, are you familiar with Mash? Both mashes, yeah, great. Both uh, were on for twenty five seasons. Rule of Threes, you guys familiar with uh, uh, Smash, the TV show? It was about musicals. God, I missed you. Uh, uh, <laughs> he would have come in with a real zinger about it. <laughs> that's that's where we're missing. We got to get Smash. get back used get used to it. Get back used to it. Cool, cool. <laughs> we're doing great. Hello, <sighs> Dad. You're fine. <laughs> oh, Dad's. I'm gonna eat this Chinese. Food. <laughs> that was my Chinese. It's an interesting triumvirate of a relationship. Uh, no, I was going to say, MASH was a single cam show, and it originally aired without laughs. And then, I don't know if it was in syndication or if it was like a network change, like halfway through or something. Oh, they edited it? They, they added it. Uh, yeah, in the back catalog for syndication, they definitely added it. But I think somewhere in the run of it, they started having a literal laugh track. So not even a studio audience, because yeah. it was still shot single cam, and so they would just play laughs. And mix them on that top seems of it. That's hard to do because, like, usually you have moments of the actors like kind of waiting for yeah. the laugh to to yeah, peak. It's around. awful. It's part of why <laughs> it's like Nash it's is so really bad. sped up. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there's no comedic timing. Uh, just for the listeners at home, so, we are uh, we film in front of a live studio audience. They just don't laugh. No laugh. They just don't like it. No laughs. It's uh, the first drama with a live studio audience. Well, you guys don't have an open opener guy. <laughs> you don't have that. That's traffic true. We guy. need a warm up dude. That's uh, we should think about that for next it's time. Like, hey, you guys excited? <laughs> Who wants to win a T-shirt? Oh man, that would go a long way to waking these people up. They are asleep. They are fast asleep. We bust them in from Universal City Walk. They're uh, they they look confused. <laughs> they're pretty confused. They think this is uh, uh, what's the Forrest Gump fresh Bubba Gump shrimp? Bubba Gump. How is there a Forrest Gump themed fresh? That shrimp? is very strange. Bizarre that that. And not a Fraser theme restaurant with the you know tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Speaking of Fraser, uh, does Fraser do have a laugh about track? It? Real quick, does yeah. Fraser have a laugh track? Yeah, it's yes. a, it does. Right? It's yeah. not a laugh track though. Oh, it's a live it's a audience. Live, live audience. So, but aren't those was, edited? 
This got no, they're ended. not sweetened. Well, it might be on Frasier, but good sitcoms generally, it's the real reaction. That's why they'll do so many takes because they're like, we didn't get a big push from the audience on that one. Let's do another take and change the jokes. Then we got to retake this whole episode. We're getting no push. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just take one. Uh, just take go one. flap them around. Um, but Frasier, why is, why is Frasier the tops? Yeah, yeah why, why is he number one? What do you me, love yeah. about Frasier? So let's talk about this thing that Frasier, he's, you know, he's pretentious. I think that's kind of the reputation that Frasier has. Um, and what's, I think, so funny about Frasier, there's a, there's a lot of things we should talk about. The physical humor. Mm. The heart of the show. Okay. All the supporting characters. Number one, by far, Niles. David Hyde. Well, Niles is, is the best part of that show. Fantastic. Yes. You yeah. know, and if, if you did a spinoff and all you have is one good character from the original ensemble, you'd be, you'd be in, in bad shape. But we got, we got Niles. We got uh, Marty. Like Eddie could hold his own show, but, you know. Yeah. But dogs only live for basically the <laughs> run short of, of Frasier. short lived. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah you know. he would have been pretty old by the end of that. They, yeah. th- do you know what they do? So they, he's still alive at the end of Frasier. He's okay. definitely not now. So yeah. The right. real dog right. was from the first episode? Yeah, Can but, I just say uh, but, Wait, the, the last... Yeah, getting get in an R.I.P.V. <laughs> yep. uh, he, uh, he's replaced for the last like four seasons with his own son. Ooh. Yeah. Now that's what that show would be. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> two dogs and the other one's like playing the dad <laughs> I would see those dogs playing chess it's just Frasier but with dogs anyway I'm picturing Frasier has a lot of chess but I think that was just one episode I'm thinking about there's some chess some In chess a, like light, outside light it's chess. not like a Bobby Fischer comedy <laughs> yeah like oh, most I think I've been comedies. watching the wrong show that's a bad pitch for a pilot Bobby Fischer meets show. <laughs> uh, so Hart you were going to say, what do you love about the heart of Frasier? How does it make you feel? Yeah, well, so it's, it's I mean, the pilot episode kind of sets up what the whole thing's about, which is uh, Frasier moves back home. He's uh, recently divorced, lost custody of his son. So he's in like a really vulnerable place. It's very real. And then yeah. his dad, who was a cop and who was shot and now uh, limps around a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, has been falling down at home. Needs physical therapy. And he was a cop like in Seattle. Yeah. So that's why he he's goes a blue collar Seattle, Seattle yeah. guy, even though Frazier went off to fancy Boston. That's like, right. You know, some people. And uh, uh, now Frazier takes in his dad. They're two totally different people. It's about kind of, you know, family. And, yeah. And um, in the pilot, isn't he like, well, Lilith's out the window, so I'm going to be footloose and fancy free. And then his dad walks in. I don't remember. Something I don't like think that. word for word, but <laughs> well, I think uh, yeah, you know, I don't remember that line thematically. <laughs> yeah, uh, Frazier gone footloose and fancy free. <laughs> Let me just say, I went out for this part. Uh, it <laughs> so, was 1981. Wow, I'm really gonna have to convince you. <laughs> I was you. in the room, <laughs> and yeah, what can oh, I say? Oh, you mean back in because he played uh, Frazier for 20 yeah. years. 1981, I was there. I'm wow, it was like, down to you too. It was down to us too. Wow. wow. That's shocking. I can't believe you lost that part. My read was a lot different. <laughs> what did your uh, Frasier sound like? Uh, well, you know, he sings that signature theme song. We alluded to it in our or is cold that the close, closing yeah. in our cold open. Yeah. Uh, here's my rendition. That was just the first part. <laughs> I would so, say kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. It's, a, Honestly. it's a both later. ahead of its time and kind of uh, a little dated now in a weird way, too. No, so. it's, it's behind this time. <laughs> it's behind this time. But it's after 1981. Definitely. It was real like it would have hit the sweet spot when Cops was released. Yeah. But now yeah. It's, it, feels, it feels like dated and a little problematic. 
Yeah, you are. Your listeners don't know, but you are Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, I am. I hope they don't well, know. Well, spoiler alert. I've been keeping it under wraps. <laughs> 94, uh, the, the twists come out. Yeah, you know, I've been really focusing on listening. Uh, we're going to be right back uh, after this. Bye. Hey, guys, this is Calvin. You may remember me as the little blonde kid from the funny pages in the 90s. Bill Watterson was my neighbor, and he used to draw me sometimes. My adventures with Hobbs, my pet stuffed tiger. Bill Watterson maintains a principled stance against any commercialization of my likeness. No licensing, he says. Well, I say, I love those little stickers where I'm peeing on a Chevy emblem or whatever. Spaceman Spiff here, space explorers. I too love the stickers. My ship has three on the back, all with Calvin peeing on Donald Trump. It's me, Calvin, again. Whoa! Pee-pee is funny. Let's go exploring. Are you guys feeling saucy? I know I am. Saucy's beer, wine, and spirits ordered online and delivered directly to your door and probably inside that door to your apartment. Alcohol delivery in how many minutes? That's right, 30. Shop with 10,000 plus products. Great prices, craft beer, wine, and... This part's ripped off the page, so you're going to have to I just spit my gum out. And spirits. Uh, you're going to check that out. Stay in. Order a drink. You know, if you guys just need some alcohol, just give them a call. Uh, 30 minutes or less. I have a question, Thayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's say we're hanging out here after this record, playing a little Nintendo Switch. Let's say we're all like, wow, I could go for a Bud Light Lime. But Thayer doesn't have that in his fridge. All he's got is LaCroix Pamplemousse. And Chinese food. And old Chinese food. Yeah. Well, then tell well, what, you what I we do. do. Tell you what we do. You go, on to, uh, you go to Saucy's website, which I'll tell you right now, and you order it, and they would come to you in less than 30 minutes. And here's what's crazy, dude. To get alcohol delivered to your door and save 10%, go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Saucy. That's BoardWalkAudio.com forward slash Saucy, S-A-U-C-E-Y. And we'll see you at my apartment, I guess, <laughs> if you want. Whatever. Uh, welcome back. That's my favorite part of um, the sign-off of At The Movies, Ebert, uh, Siskel and Ebert, when they would be like, we'll see you. And then they just fill in whatever they were talking about. They don't say At The Movies every time. Anyway, we were talking about the heart Woo! of Frasier. <laughs> yeah. Hot, uh, hot reads. Got a couple hot reads. Uh, so what do you, yeah, you were talking a little bit about it already. It's, you talked about the premise. Why does, how does, when you watch it, is Frasier just like your favorite jokes or you connect with it in a certain way? So, yeah, I think Frasier is a really good example of, um, just very simple, clear storytelling. You know, I think nowadays, you know, sitcoms, you're like, oh, what's the, what's the weird, heightened, wacky premise of a thing? And some, I mean, shows can be very good. There's a lot of great stuff on now. Uh, but I think Frasier's been overlooked, and it's this very simple, straightforward show where it's just about character. Right. Uh, where Frasier, he's a great character, uh, each week, he's going to get flustered. You're going to see this very, very pretentious man, all hot and bothered, yeah. and uh, kind of break down and... And act just like a child or like a human being. You know, you're yeah. gonna each week uh, see some kind of Shakespearean man toppled. That's true. It's a it's a real pratfall, as they say. All right. Do they say that? 
Yeah, that's what that's called. That's what that is, right? When you see a prat, which is prat, prat, that's what you were going for in your audition. Almost had it too. Toast salad. Oh god, it's all coming back, and it is not aged well. What about my my favorite moments of watching Frasier were definitely Roz, who I still Roz is very funny. And then the bulldog, he was he was obviously he's not a therapist, right? He's just like another guy at the radio station. Is oh, like right? a classic DJ, yeah. like a sports DJ. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, he had all, all the s- drops, right? Yeah, yeah. All the fart noises and things like that. So Frazier, I mean, they're putting him up with the bulldog. <laughs> this is what you I mean, it's it's what you're saying. That, this is classic comedy. Yeah, Frazier's good on cheers because he's this like pretentious yeah. Voice around all these blue collar people. I mean, they're often throwing Frazier around a bunch of non Frasers. Yeah, his dad. You know, his dad. Roz that's the big one. And Bulldog. Daphne. You know, arguably oh, is like yeah, a very Daphne for sure. Um, and then it's also fun to see him with Niles, where they're both trying to out Frasier each other. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. There are a lot of fun dynamics. I have to say, right? this is this, this is, is bringing me around up. a little bit. I think part of what bugged me about it was. I did. I loved the vibe of Cheers so much as a kid when Frasier first came sure. on. It's a very different vibe, and Cheers is at that point, and it's I think twelfth season. I think it went twelve seasons. It's insane. Whoa, um, and pretty strong even through that very last season. Uh, it felt like a warm blanket, like it was so familiar. And then you have that character with a very different sensibility of a show ripped like, out. Yeah, it's very different. Now it feels and like it, a warm fitted sheet, and you're thinking. This doesn't feel right. I shouldn't be under this. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't be under should this. This should be under me. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's a little bit of that like first impression is hard to get over, especially when it's in your childhood for me. But I do. I would actually I say that saying. I'm like a born again Frasier. Oh, really? Yeah. That as a kid, I was like, who's this math teacher? You know, who's this old man walking around going to the opera? Snooze fest. I'm going to turn the channel to what would you turn the channel to? Yeah, WB. Oh yeah, that, that frog. Frog. Yeah. yeah, watch that frog. That frog. He's aged well. Yeah, he's still hilarious. He's Every, ageless. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. How does he here, sound? You here on the WB. Oh god. You also, I'm, I'm having a day. Didn't you also audition for that? I did audition for that. Uh, it was an interesting room in there. A lot of cartoon frogs, and then you. There was. It was all cartoon frogs. Kermit. Wow. wow, Gonzo, is... oh and me. Wow, it it is honestly the weirdest thing to see those guys in person. Gonzo and Kermit is the scale. They seem so big because the camera frames them, even when they're with like other when they're with humans. But they're little guys, and they it's got like, like how real... mountains seem small from far away, and then you you're climbing on them, and you're like, where does this thing end? I can't get over that. You know, mountains. Every time I drive towards a mountain, I'll go. What's happening? Yeah, you're like, I could hold this thing in my hands. I'm sometimes I'm taking my finger in my thumb, and I'm squishing them, and then I get up to it. They're mm-hmm. squishing me. What's up with that? You seen this? You heard about this? I have seen this. You've seen this? And it blows my mind. But long story short, didn't Mountains. get that part. I'm still plugging away, guys. Everything's going great in my career. Uh, I don't want to tell you my read for that WB frog. but <laughs> I bet it has aged even worse than your Fraser read, if I had to yeah. imagine. Suffice it to say... You know, it's going to keep on. I was on. I was wearing uh, uh, hammer pants. That's all. That's all you get. Okay. Wow. For a voiceover audition. Or they, not. I mean, I guess it was I real cartoon frogs. I don't know what the reality of this is that I've even said. 
Well, I was going to do it as voiceover. Right. All those cartoon frogs in there, obviously, were going to be on screen talent. Well, you know, for, you know, union purposes, it's easier just to get a cartoon frog. I think that became the case. But I thought, hey, I I don't even have to be SAG for this because it's voiceover. It's a different union. But they didn't see it that way. That's fine. Now they're the CW. So you know what? Eat my shorts. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Talk to me about... Is there like a well? I two two questions. One is, do you think the cafe in Fraser? How does it compare to like Central Perk as far as like a place you'd want to go? I mean, I think coffee? it could be a real place, unlike this. Uh, yeah, magical. It's like couch always open. Couch always friends. open. Their yeah. apartment. I mean, that's a whole other. That's insane. You know, it's a little big, right? Have you guys <laughs> noticed that in no New friends? York? It's, it's like they would have to be probably worth twenty million to get that apartment. Frazier, at least he is a rich guy. He's a rich guy. So his apartment makes sense. And I guess it's Seattle, which is, I would assume, not nearly as much as Manhattan. Nothing is, you know. And is is Frazier, he's like a good, he's a good therapist, right? Or he's just like a good personality on the radio. I think he's he's better than like uh, Dr. Phil. Right, right. He's not. That's what he's not like. That Doctor Phil. He's like legitimately good at his job. I think he's a legitimately talented. This is my impression. as a, he, I think he's a legitimately talented psychiatrist, but on air he will sometimes cut cut corners. Would you say like? Well, if it's like a part of the the story that yeah. you know, he's like he's not listening to some like whoa. <laughs> this is the first Jeff usually held on to the recording equipment, and Jeez. now he's not here. And I am um, there is physical comedy going on in this <laughs> room. A real this is there's a real Niles situation over here. All right, well st- we're still recording. Everything's fine. Uh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, that's something people say when everything's yeah, fine. That's that's usually the good good response. We back we back up and, and running. We back, baby. Uh, we oh, we're not cutting any. Of we're back good. on the air. For those who don't know, the entire recording equipment that actually illustrates what happens with Fraser quite a lot. So there's some kind of gaff, and he he. Uh, you know, kind of recovers poorly. Sloppily covers his <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, so yes, just uh, talk to your mother, your father. It's <laughs> oh, pretty good. Thanks. Uh, I think I channel the spirit of Kelsey Graham. I really <laughs> thought so. Yeah, that's what I. I mean, just to give a vocal example of what yeah. I love about Frazier is he really gets in these like upset soliloquy moments where he like they really build him up. They do a really good job of that each yeah. episode, getting him for like. That's what I love about Frasier. The musicality of that was great. And that's what he's given you yeah. week after week for 11 years. Man, I, I am coming around on... And I feel like kinda? that's like that's what they do for Sideshow Bob is like this all of that is that like build in The Simpsons. Yeah, Sideshow Bob. Yeah. He always has a taps into the same thing. It's just... he's He's got the, you know... Angry buildup down. I gotta, yeah. I gotta work on that. And when you put, you know, Fraser Niles, Kelsey Grammer, David Hyde Pierce together, they're just—they're very funny together. Boy. Yeah, they're like a, a classic comedic duo. Mm-hmm. I'd say. I feel like they're not getting enough cred. You know, they're pretty good. David Hyde Pierce, I love that guy. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, he's great in that. He's great in A Bug's Life. Right? Don't you think? Honestly, he's really funny. He in is. He's life. really good in A Bug's yeah. Life. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of another role that I liked him in, but he's great. He's very fun. I think he's doing a lot of stage work. Mm, yeah, yeah, he is a stage actor. Which you can sure. see. 
you know, performances. He's an so actor. You can see it in his performance. Absolutely. So much of the, those uh, Niles Daphne moments are just great, where he just kind of like melts looking at her. So, uh, I mean, I wasn't a religious Frasier viewer, so I'm going to ask you just to clarify that relationship. Daphne is the caretaker of the uh, live-in Martin. physical therapist yeah. of Martin. Yeah, not like a nurse though, right? Or I guess she kind of and. But she's not Sometimes a house... Sometimes like a maid, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, and they'll like be like, Daphne, go get us some drinks. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I don't... Oh, right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, eh? I do the classic catchphrase. Right, right, eh? Classic. It's classic. Because uh, they want... adopt her from an orphanage <laughs> <laughs> in the first episode. Uh, it's her yeah. and Oliver Twist. She's and... a yeah, 35-year-old orphan, and they finally adopt her. It's amazing. It's the real Charlie That's Bucket. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess he had a mom and four, four grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. On the oh. same bed. What's going on there? Yeah. A little spicy in that bed, right? You know? And sleeping head to foot. Yeah. You know? Octogenarians. Uh, as any, we learned on... Any bed where it's four people. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a, a wacky situation. Is head to foot the most efficient way to be sleeping? There was a people? Seinfeld episode about this, speaking of sitcoms. Oh, but, but then your genitals yeah, are still your aligned. Your genitals are still aligned. That's the thing. Because <laughs> they were convinced writing. this is how, if you're in pl- platonic relationship and you want to keep it that way, you go head to foot. I think that would make, I mean, now we're just being the characters in Seinfeld <laughs> and debating what they've <laughs> already debated, but I think that would uh, uh, lessen the, the tension. <laughs> I would agree. Some uh, being foot to face it would, it would, it yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't know what you mean about being the characters from Seinfeld, but I do have a question for you. What's the purpose of that zipper? It goes too high. On my. Yeah, it's up in there in no man's land. I think I just really sink into this thing. So it, well, you're talking about my hoodie. Yeah, it's up there in no man's land. This is what I'm saying. You want your zipper this halfway. Is a, it's a down. good visual medium, bringing up something that no one can see, which uh, is good. That was a reference to the first and last line in Seinfeld. <gasps> Guys, wow. Fraser, we got a real Seinfeld that's surprise. <laughs> Wait, talking about this sharing a bed thing. A lot of the plots of Fraser are just. Uh, Frazier's a horn dog. Yeah. I do like that. He's very horny. You don't see that enough. I love Lilith, his ex, when she would oh, make a cameo back, yeah. every year, once a year, right? Pretty much. Every season. Does yeah, he, about once. Does he read the that? kid on, on there once a year? <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, his son. Remember how you're a dad? Oh, it's right. it's really remarkable. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like that never comes up, or I don't remember episodes of his, his son's son. a real weirdo. Every Christmas, he, yeah. he's a good father. And the rest of the time, it's it's a non-issue. You know I love you, Prudence. <laughs> Whatever. <it's, laughs> what's his son's name? Dad. Oh, this is real deep Fraser trivia. Can you get it? Frederick. Frederick. Nice. Frederick. Wow, I totally forgot he even had a son. I can't remember any episodes with the son in it. It's Dead like, weight in a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you don't want it to be about the father son, you got to just write off the kid. Mm-hmm. And you know? uh, Cheers had already made that choice for them. So, so, oh, I guess we got, he's a dad. Yeah, well, and at the end of Cheers, I believe it's implied that him and Lilith are like going to keep trying. Yeah, I, it's hopeful, but they had been on the rocks for three seasons or something yeah. like that at least. Plus, you're setting up this new sitcom, you know, yeah. Nixer. You you gotta go. it I think it could have been funny with her because she is very funny. And oh, the, she's great her on performance. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was she's, she also the wife on Cheers? Saying, mm-hmm. Wow. She was on Cheers. The continuity is pretty spectacular. Yeah. That's, yeah. This, and they bring back some of these characters. Sam comes on, like, the first two seasons. It's great. What a world. I guess. Is it, it's got to be the most successful spinoff. I right? kept waiting for Coach to make a cameo. I mean, it's no Joey. 
Yeah. It's no Joey. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, is he really the guy you give a, a spinoff to? He's I, the only one who wanted to do it. Yeah, oh, maybe. Although, I bet Courtney Cox would have done it, because she did sitcoms nonstop. Well, wait, can you build a, a Monica sitcom for me? Yeah. And Chandler... <laughs> Keep in mind, let's say uh, Chandler hasn't agreed to do it, but they are married as characters. Oh, yeah. He's just, uh, a, where's Chandler? Making dinner again in the other room. This could be a fra- <laughs> that Frasier move to keep talking about something yeah. you never see, you know? Uh, I would imagine a Monica sitcom would be a lot of jokes about cleaning. Opens her own restaurant. It would be in her restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be yeah. in her, oh, it'd be restaurant. In her restaurant. And there'd be a lot of flashbacks to her being fat because they love doing that. But I feel like you're running into so much trouble with continuity because like, she is the center point. We've got Ross and Chandler. If they're not on board, you're really just like... Yeah, you'd her. have to see Ross. They, probably, I think they would get the parents on board. They were great. Yeah. Oh, it'd be like a, maybe an Everybody Loves Raymond thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Monica, <laughs> we live next door. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> and then uh, I can't wait for that episode where the mom gets hired in the restaurant. Oh, she needs money. That's, uh, love that. That's going to be an LOL. They had had twins as well, so they'd have to have kids in there. Just like every, oh, yeah. But they do Everybody Loves Raymond where it's like, just put the kids to bed. You never see them. And to shoot that, you'd need... Uh, Quad, quadruplets because for the child labor yeah, loss, that's at least right. that's right you know? or just some mechanical children <laughs> right this is a good show Mecha- <laughs> when I robot kids this is a show I'd watch Monica Geller yeah now robot yeah, kids. Joey was definitely the wrong move <laughs> can't be doing that uh, did you guys watch any of Joey I did. I, I remember the Joey. first couple seasons. Yeah. One season. Or first couple of season episodes. episodes yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple seasons. No, no, did not make it that far. Yeah, I think I made it three. Yeah. It's really weird. It's in L.A. Right. Yeah. He's That's, starting over. They kind of suggest that, like, I remember a thing was, like, that he still loved um, Rachel. Yeah, I think it was a subplot. But then, like, it just felt so off because the aesthetic of it looked different, too. Like, it was, like, in a, his, yeah, yeah, L.A. apartment. Well, because I feel like Friends had changed with the time some. But it still felt a little bit like a 90s show, even though it was like, what, 2003 or something when Joey went on? But when Joey went on, it was like so of the time because he's in L.A. now. And you're like, this just feels it was like whiplash a little bit. And yeah, you can't carry a show. Although I haven't seen episodes. I've heard it's good. Episodes is good. His CBS show is. Well, it's a CBS show. Well, yeah, they've got a different aesthetic. Although How I Met Your Mother was great. Love that show. Classic sitcom. That's Classic just Friends, sitcom. but yes, uh, updated. Yes, new premise. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't. I agree do more. think there's an element of truth to that. I will say, for How I Met Your Mother, their storytelling is so much different. Like yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And they use have, a lot of different conventions. They there's sort of. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's totally like just borrowing other things. But there's kind of like a Seinfeld thing where they like label a like. You know how. Aren't you guys seeing how men are all acting like lobsters in this town? <laughs> yes. Blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's almost like a stand-up Such premise. a funny episode. Oh, so good. Lobsterman? Yeah, Lobsterman. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, where do you guys... You know what? When we come back from this break, I want to say where we... where Josh, where you see Frasier in like your top five comedies. Uh, right after this break, we'll be right back on Convince Me. <laughs> Being a basketball player is awesome, but what's it like off the court? Well, now you don't have to wonder. Introducing 7 Feet Tall. Simply attach a cardboard human on top of your head and you can be 7 feet tall. See what it's like to run into doorways, not be able to fit on a plane, and just generally have trouble sitting on the toilet. 
So come down and get your tickets to Seven Feet Tall Cardboard Party Jam. Thanks to Seven Feet Tall Cardboard Party Jam. Name wasn't great. Are you? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that marketing department. Uh, Thay, are you familiar with this product? You did the ad read. I did. I uh, used it. Very inconvenient to be seven feet tall if you're not dunking. It's pretty much dunking and shelves are the main benefits. That makes sense. Uh, I just had a logistical question. Where do you tape? You tape... You t- put it on your shoulders and it's just like an extension on top of that and you get up to seven feet tall. So is it like hair? <laughs> is that what it looks like? It's like a, it's like a spaghetti monster. Okay, cool, 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 yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. Josh, you interested in like a situation where you're seven feet tall? Yeah, got a lot of problem with shelves. So <laughs> I think putting like a heavy cardboard yeah. apparatus on me would definitely help my arms be longer. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> shelves, shelf issues are not talked about enough. So I just feel like this you know, could be a, a window for that. You imagine Josh walking in to Trader Joe's, ducking under the door with his seven feet tall head, and then uh, people like, would erupt in applause. They'd be like, "Hey, shelf guy!" It'd probably be true. They'd be like, "Can you get that for me?" He's still the, the same. people working there. And be like, "Hey, we're trying to put these yeah. cans up there. We're trying to stock things people can't reach." Oh no! I'm just picturing someone saying that. Oh no! Yeah. Where am I going to put these? Oh help, ma'am. And then it all falls down, and he has a little Fraser freak out. So, can I get like a discount if I use the code Convince Me at what was this called? Uh, seven foot tall cardboard jam. Jam? <laughs> I think there was a jam. Yeah, there was definitely a jam. I think there was a party jam. <laughs> party jam. Excuse party me. jam. Cardboard party jam. Yeah, uh, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash uh, cardboard party jam and use the code uh, shelves. You got Great. yourself a discount. So. Highly recommended. Wow. Uh, so I gave us a little cliffhanger that we are all dying to know. What do you? What? Do, yeah. So what are your like comedies that you? This doesn't have to be a definitive ranking, but where do you place Frasier? Mm-hmm. Is it your favorite? And then what's close to it? I got to go. Simpsons number one. Simpsons number Simpsons one. Number one. I caramba. You know, uh, that's that's way up there. Um, I think maybe Office might even. Office mm. is you know, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I love the Office. Then maybe let's do Frasier number three. Wow, Frasier coming in hot number three. And Law and Order, obviously. And then Law and Order number four and Law and Order, Order SVU, SVU as number yeah. five. Okay. Sometimes yeah. I, those switch sometimes, yeah, was, but, you know. You know Ice-T's pretty funny. Pretty good. Honestly, still pretty good. SVU. Like, the whole cast is different, except uh, Benson's in charge, and Ice-T is just now, like, a really old detective. He's like, that's messed up. That's There was a drinking game where you used to yeah. drink every time I said that, and you'd be... <laughs> Getting pretty well, he drunk more pretty like, soon. Are you? Yeah. What? What are these? This guy. I mean, this is just like a John Mulaney bit. <laughs> what? Are you telling me these guys? <laughs> these guys have sex with women that don't want to have sex with them? Uh, yeah, I mean, drink. he was, he was kind of the, the you know heir to Frazier in a lot of way. You know, with those yeah, freak outs. Yeah, I, I kind of think of Frasier's a show that never really ended because, you know, 2004, I think we were pretty close to SVU. <laughs> That's right. I think there's some overlap, and I, Ice-T is kind of the Frasier of... <laughs> yeah. Controversy. You know, Controversy. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I know it was a serious opinion. In New York Times, in New York, New York Times, New York, New York City's war on crime... I don't know what to do about those toss outs and scrambled eggs. Oh, <laughs> match up! Mash. That was the third Mash. thing. Mash up. There we go. Rule of threes. That's it. Smash That's it. at NBC. Oh, what a great show. <laughs> uh, 
we've had a great talk about Frasier. I'm trying to think if I have any real big reservations. We didn't talk too much about. We I think we mentioned most of the main characters. Are there other side characters that we missed out on that we're forgetting? Bulldog's definitely. A, this is the Bulldog's thing that bothers great. me is that Bulldog, uh, great character, but in the like in the Netflix like uh, screen of Frasier, mm-hmm. it shows the main cast all like hugging plus Bulldog. Is he hugging? He's like part. They're like doing kind of like a conga line hug. Uh, you know? Oh yes, I have seen this. And Bulldog's like behind Roz. You're like, no. Like, no he, also, Roz is letting him put his hands on yeah. her. Everything about that yeah. is, you know, it's out of character. That's crazy. You know, we got to write Netflix. Yeah. Tell him to get that WB frog in that picture hugging as well. I'd all, rather see that. Yeah. yeah. I'll add it into my daily email that I emailed to Netflix. <laughs> cool. I read a daily email to uh, to Tinder, and I'm like, hey, just haven't got any matches. Just want to know if there's like a glitch going around. Just checking just, in. Just um, checking in. No, it's, I think it's just, it might be the, the internet and the, and the it's electro. It's Tron, so maybe they just got sentient and the coats, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of messing I'm, around. I gotta go into Tinder. Yeah, my bio says <laughs> uh, it's like big, big Tron fan. Is that, so what else is there to change on mine? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I'm just, that's, that's all Typical I'm for. Women, love, Tron. That's probably true. Yeah, man. So I that's, feel like that's true. I'm having a good time on there. Light bikes? What else What else is on your profile? You roll in on a light bike, and you're not rolling out a lot. Oh, I bet that's true. There's, I mean, I think I think a woman or a man would be very impressed by like a glowing rod that turns into uh, mm. the 80s idea of a futuristic motorcycle. Yeah, like a real cyberpunk date. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, you start throwing like a Tron Frisbee, those things. Uh, yeah, those. then you kill each other with discs. <laughs> yeah. They have, like, and you can like rip a disc off a person, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm not that into Tron, it turns <laughs> out. Change that Tinder profile. <laughs> Tron Legacy. Love it. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Remember then. how uh, in that, who, who's the guy in Tron? Uh, Jeff? Uh, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Jeff Bridges. How they CGI him to look like he uh, did like yeah. thirty years ago. Tron Legacy really bugged me. I was very excited. I don't about think it, it's a good, and film. I did not like it. All right, I'm not into Tron Legacy either. I guess so. I, I love know. Tron. Stay tuned, Tinder World. New interests coming soon. Yeah, could be Frasier when we find out after these closing arguments. Women, you should uh, delete and re-download <laughs> the app. So if you've already missed out. That's and true. You can see him again because I think that's how it works. That's how it works. Reset your stuff. And there might be a glitch going around. You know, not a lot of matches aren't uh, you know liking me back. So just make sure you're you know you're not, don't have a virus on some anti anti vibe. Yeah, software. everybody, update your yeah iOS <laughs> I mean, with all this Facebook stuff going around. I mean, you don't even know. So just like be careful out there. Yeah, I think kind of if you're having dating troubles, probably like a Russia. Yeah, I would gotta be gotta be. I mean, but also if there's a bot looking to go out, you know, I'm an open-minded guy. And I bet they like Tron. You know? I mean, bots are very attractive. I, I get Facebook requests from bots all the time. And it's like, hi, Natalie. Hello, your new friend. Oh, I like Three the, photos. I like the accent you give it. <laughs> She's um, Jamaican-Irish, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Yay, was the... Natalie. Normal. <laughs> what you tried for, asked for for your Fraser audition. Don't remind me. <laughs> That's Jamaican-Irish. Wow, a lot of residuals I'm missing out on. Honestly, though. riskier of Kelsey Grammer to cut out the Jamaican-Irish <laughs> thing that was written. They had to write it out. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, he ignores every parenthetical, every action line. Like, <laughs> Just Jamaican in the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on the in the action line first first action line is that what you call it scene description yeah i mean actually talking final draft terminology here i'm a more of a writer duet guy uh no, it shows. 
I just put a paragraph symbol still yeah. in the margins. Ian <laughs> Sick yeah. uh, of your handwritten <laughs> yeah, uh, spec script. Uh, no, in the in the original pilot, if you look at the scene description, it says Frazier moves over to his steel drum and starts playing. <laughs> In between every line. If you look line. closely. <laughs> if you look closely. In between every line. Yeah. It's in Courier. 20-minute steel <laughs> drum solo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Would have been a very cool show. Very cool show. You know? Wouldn't have gotten canceled. No. Well, I bet that's in like some director's cut stuff. We should definitely look into that. When it's... Uh, yeah. I, I assume it's got to be. Yeah. I assume this siren is telling us to shut down after this. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's Jeff? In the cop car. Is that an ambulance? I never tell the difference. I hope he's okay. <laughs> hope he's okay, too. I don't. Hmm. Well, Ben Salks, you got any uh, closing let's arguments? Recap yeah, let's so recap it. Yeah, let's recap We're talking Frazier. We're talking <laughs> Frazier. We talked a little uh, Banjo-Kazooie. That was cool. But let's talk, Frazier, any, uh, any closing arguments, any last things you want to say to get us, get us on board? It's made me laugh. It's made it's, you laugh. Uh, made me cry. Oh, you know, okay. Um, it's made me uh, think about my family and do I appreciate them enough? Yeah, yeah. It's made me think about stories, how we tell them, why we tell them, and what's at the heart of comedy? It's not wacky premises. It's not antics. It's people. It's characters. You got a good character. You got eleven seasons. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Gone again. I will say, yeah, that theme song, man. You don't, you're not seeing them enough these days because people want more show. You know what happened to good intros? For another, well, that's day. a good outro. They do it for the credits. Yeah, the credits start playing. Get that last joke in. Great What's song. The, is there a theme song starting Frasier, or is it just the outro song? Just the kind of like musical, it's like a stinger. Theme. Yeah, it's uh, it's it. Frazier. With the, the Seattle Skyline. Yeah. Yeah. Great logo, you know? I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, great. really good logo. Putting Seattle right in. Looks great. Looks great. And they update it yeah. throughout, you know? Do they oh, really? Yeah. Sometimes it's there's like, like the... a crane in the background. Sometimes a blimp goes by. Oh, there's nice. a crane in the foreground, too. No, there's two. There's three. <laughs> there's okay, well, now I'm coming around to this show. Three cranes. <laughs> Frazier crane. Oh, now I'm getting the joke you said, and I'm feeling stupid. Well, um, and if you didn't know, he also does origami, so there's a lot of cranes everywhere on that show. Love that joke. One in every episode. If One you look closely. It's like that Superman trivia in, uh, in Seinfeld. There's something blue in every episode of Seinfeld, because he really loved Superman. And if you notice that bike in the background of his apartment, yeah, he likes biking a lot, and while he might not have biked that bike on the show, Larry David was riding it around the set. And also, day. also, there's an apartment in every episode, which Jerry was an apartment nut. He, he just, lived in New York, he in New- so he was always in apartments. Always in apartments. Said, always in apartments. I don't care what the show is. There's got to be a unit. What, are we going to be in a house? I don't think so. My name's Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm an apartment guy. We, we I mean, lot, lot was, you got to look closely at these scripts. It's in there. It's in there. Yeah, then he has steel a steel drum, drum solo. solo also in Seinfeld. Uh, Too many people aren't tracking down the original pilot scripts of shows and finding the obscure, distracting uh, stage directions that we'll, were included. We'll put them in the show notes, you know, for, for our listeners. You can check them out, the steel drum stuff. I would love it. We're going to have a lot of PDFs in there. Yeah. Uh, probably a couple dot docs in case you want to edit it yourself. Put them on your Kindle. Read them on the train. I will not. I am going to say great closing argument. 
when we were talking about the Seattle skyline, it reminded me of the on location episodes of Frasier. You remember that when they're like actually in Seattle? Any thoughts about that? Uh, it just sparked a memory. Those were cool. Yeah, I mean, a little jarring, I think, because they're the show is so like literally like theatrical. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's multi cam play. You know. Yeah. But I remember just feeling happy, like in my most recent rewatch, happy for the show. I'm like, oh, budgetary stuff yeah, is going that's big. good. Yeah. Look at them; they're out in the town. Looks a little. I think it always looks a little weird to see them out, like in a walking West Wing shot, walking around town. I do. That annoys me. I liked it when Seinfeld would do it in uh, New York. It was usually extras. Just like so you see Kramer's back going across the shot, which is very funny because they wouldn't fly the cast out. But they would just do it briefly as like a montage and then go back to the show. Whereas I think Frazier was like, let's do most of the episode outside. Oh, yeah. If it was, you know, an on-location episode. Yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, my, what do we call Verdict? this? Verdict? Yeah. You're having, a, you're having a time today. <laughs> uh, my throat's a little dry. I'm missing the cough, man. I, uh, for my verdict, I'm convinced. I'm going to, here's what I'm convinced to do. I'm going to watch four episodes. I'm going to watch, where, where should I go for these four? Should I, I'm going to start with the first episode of a season and watch four consecutively. Mm. Which season should I hit? Mm. And then I'll see how it hits me. I think three is prime page. All right. So I'm writing this down. I will watch the first four episodes of season three. That's what I've been convinced to do. I'm convinced to give this show another shot after writing it off. Well, uh, I got to say, I'm also full-blown convinced. This is rare. This is very rare, you know, because I used to watch it as a kid, and now that we're talking about these dynamics, I just feel like it is pretty good writing. Just like the, all the interactions are there. He's got like his match and his brother, his like opposite and his dad, and you just got that weird guy in Bulldog. Roz is a character in her own right. Roz is definitely, you'll see people write mediums about this, medium articles. Roz is definitely a character on Frasier. I agree. (laughs) Can I agree with that? Can I agree? Hot take. Hot take. She's she's on there. Frasier Twitter will go back and forth about this, but I definitely think she was a character on the the show, Frasier. Yeah, write in your votes. Yes or no, was she on Frasier? Is the opposite opinion just she wasn't? (laughs) Well, you know, we'll, we'll have the results next up. Liberal media wants you to believe Roz was on <laughs> Frasier. Yeah, all these snowflakes with their Rozisms and their clenched fists. Well, you see those T-shirts break. like "No Roz, No Frasier," and now you know what they mean. Yeah, here's my thing: they're paying those people. Nobody really thinks Ross was a character. They're paying those protesters. Yeah, I don't buses. know if you guys understand. Whenever you see they a bus, whenever you see a bus, school, uh, <laughs> Great. bus coming to school, yeah. yeah. Uh, a USB 1.0 bus. You know, yeah, bus boy. Bus boy. They're not taking plates out. They're taking protesters, paid protesters. That's how they move them around with a tray of dishes. No, no, no. George Soros money. That's what's in those trays. So that concludes our Fraser segment. <laughs> uh, uh, and now we're not going to talk about Fraser anymore. What we're going to do is uh, an improv scene. As if we were on the show Frasier. And it might turn into a musical. This is called Frasusical. A Frasier musical. Sounds like it's definitely going to turn into a musical. Yeah, I think it is. Sounds, Sounds like that's like not what the title. <laughs> the title like doesn't promise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we take you to uh, the Crane apartment in Seattle. Uh, Frasier Crane's apartment. 
Not Niles. No, no. Not Niles, which we did see, but never you know, his wife. Yeah. Even though she was upstairs. Get, uh, get or like Anna, she had a lot of migraines, right? Yeah, it's. A, I guess her whole thing was that she's like um, very fussy and frail. Mm. And then Frazier'd be having like a tough time with a decision, go out in his backyard, and she'd be there half obscured with a fence. Yeah, yeah. And then. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, son. Uh, I just wanted to let you know I'm out of uh, uh, non-sorbate prunes. You got to pick me up some more at the market. Dad. 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 What? The opera. I am trying to practice my Vivaldi. Uh, Stretcher. Willy, Willy. It's me, Daphne. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw that one stretcher, Scottish, right? Yeah. There it is. Stretcher. Someone need a stretcher. No? Hey, Daph. Hey. Uh, what? I didn't, I didn't catch any of that. Uh, what was that? It's my Scottish accent. Uh, I was asking if anyone needed a stretcher. It's one of the few words I can really say with this good Scottish accent. Yeah. You mean like as if I'm, what, having a heart attack? And I need to be stretched, like carried out of here? You don't need a stretcher. You don't need a stretcher. You don't need a stretcher. <laughs> and I'm gonna come and get you. That was weird. Felt like we all just had some real epiphanies there. About me not needing a stretcher. Anyway, uh, I, I, I need non-sorbate prunes. Somebody's got to pick them up for me. I feel undervalued in this family. Dad, Dad, can we not go through this melodrama every week? You want the prunes. You don't want the prunes. I'm Fraser. I have to be at the radio. The radio, Dad. The radio. No one's on the radio. Bulldog, Dad. Bulldog. Radio Niles. <laughs> I thought I had a son. But instead, I have a radio boy. I thought I had a son. But instead, I have a radio boy. I thought I had a son. But instead, I have a radio boy. I wish I had a good sports boy. Instead, I have a radio boy. Woof. That's all. My piece to say. Yes, it would be great if I could just kick the ball around or throw an alley-oop. That's what you want, Dad? Sorry, I'm just fixing people's brains all day long. Can't toss those around. Ah, I didn't mean it, son, that way. I, uh, You know, I, I would love to play sports with you, but I left that dream behind long ago when your mother died. We see in parentheses it says, this is one of the sad ones. <laughs> And, uh, son, cut that out with those with those steel drums. This is distracting. Bad to freeze you, bad. Oh, I left the prunes and the steel drum again. <laughs> Who's Silly this? me. Who's this? What? <laughs> it's me, Daphne's sister. Oh, you never, you may not see me as much. I was also very frail. Uh, um, yeah. Do you have any non-sorbate prunes? No, just the sorbet ones, I'm afraid. <laughs> And this has been a seat for a musical, a seat for Frasier. Oh, yeah. 
A lot of very catchy tunes. Usually <laughs> the one line <laughs> repeated, which is you know, easy a, to learn. That's a chorus, baby. I thought you said we were going to improvise that. I didn't realize you were just going to play a tape of the original cast just kind of riffing on set. <clears throat> I, uh, I'm sorry for my deceit. It was a great uh, one of those no, I was pleasantly forgotten episodes. Yeah, Daphne's sister, which later did not make no, the yeah, show. Yeah, because they were like, "Why is she American?" You yeah. know, they grew up together. Yeah, you know, it was a really interesting episode. Well, she you know, sounded cool. She, she seemed cool. You know, left the prunes and the steel drum. You know, that's that's comedy. Have you guys ever had non-sorbate prunes? No, like prunes that aren't that aren't iced? preserved in sorbate. Sorbet. So like, I keep thinking you're saying sorbet. Are you just saying sorbet and pronouncing the G? Yeah, you're saying it weird. No, it's a different word. Is it's it? with an A. Sorbet. B-A-T-E. What is, what is that? So it's like some sort of like preservative. But have you ever had prunes out of like a package? No, I'm a young human being. Have you ever had pr- a prune? At least one prune. Yeah, and they're kind of weird, right? Like the texture is strange. It doesn't seem like a dried fruit. It seems like wet or yes, something. I've had yeah. a wet prune. That's the sorbet. <laughs> It's a preservative. This has been, it's a weird, this like, is a new wet pod. Thing. Wet prune <laughs> textures. Wet prune is not a bad uh, improv team. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so the wetness is a is a preservative, and if you get it without the sorbate, it tastes really good. It's like a great dried fruit. It's really good, but, <laughs> but with the sorbate, sorbate it is lobbying in D.C. I know? assume, thanks to the big orange dork in chief, Mr. Cheeto, Donald Trump. No. Uh, that's the conclusion of our show. Uh, except it. for the one last thing we do a little called plugs. Uh, Thea Frechette, what do you got to plug? Uh, tweeted today for the first time in three months. So check out uh, in another three months, I'll probably tweet again. Three hashtags on that tweet. Yeah, I I'm still not getting Twitter. Haven't figured it out. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I was just surprised. Yeah. Uh, just sometimes I throw a couple hashes, and that's what happens. So check it out another three months. I'll probably throw another tweet up there. So check it out. You can follow me. You know, if it's meant to be, you'll guess it. So just... Uh, mm. just oh, you don't want to even out. give your handle? <laughs> no, it's at there for shit. Hilarious. So and come check it people out. People can find you on Tinder by just kind of swiping in yeah. there. Or you can see area. me at the Tron convention, Tron Con this year. I'll be there. Most likely, unless I start to hate it. But hard to tell who's who at TronCon because everyone has kind of Tron visors on. That's yeah. true. Uh, one thing I maybe did that's like... my problem with my Tinder profile. Yeah. I just have all my pictures of me in my Tron visor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Daft Punk they have trouble with these apps? Oh, they have to. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they it seems Tron-y. Because not it's a, not. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe Tron Legacy was a bit of a protest because they were kind of building bridges. I will say, uh, check out uh, Banana, B-E-N-A-N-N-A-H. It's like Ben and Hannah, because me and Hannah made a short film. So check that out on Facebook, and we'll link to our short film. It's coming out this Saturday, so it's already out when you guys are listening to this at home. Follow us on Facebook at Convince me pod. Everything's going out of my brain. So I'm making a contact with there yeah. to make sure I get this right. Go to uh, Boardwalk. Support our artists. Boardwalkaudio.com slash convince me. You know? Yeah. Check that out. Check Josh, that out. where can we find you online? Can we follow you anywhere or anything you want to promote? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Josh Brown Josh. Ah, I couldn't find it. I looked you know, several times. J-O-S. There's a lot of Josh Browns. I am not the one that's uh, Christian rock singer nor the uh, 
NFL player. Who's the Christian rock singer? What band is he in? Do you know? I think he's just his own guy. Amazing. Wow. I was once part of a Facebook group that was like 60, 60 or 70 Josh Browns. I love that. Yeah. I love that. People would just uh, write on the wall, what up, my Josh Browns? And everyone would like it. <laughs> I love that. What was your uh, That's feeling? a great show. Just yeah, interviewing <laughs> a different Josh Brown every week. I love that. It's great. Uh, yeah, so... So that, yeah, that's Josh Brown, Twitter. Josh, what else? Anything um, else? I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's big for me. <laughs> Tron, on a Tron subgroup? Tron.com. I'm on the forums. Great, great. Um, YouTube, Big Boy Productions. Oh, great. got some sketches coming out. Awesome. Oh, nice, yeah. man, yeah. Soonish. Very cool. They're in the hopper. Yeah, and uh, otherwise, if you're in Burbank, you know, Stop by Nickelodeon Studios and say hi. Uh, I have a question about Nickelodeon Studios. Am I going to get slimed? My number one uh, least favorite question. Everyone thinks you're going to get slimed. You know, you hear. I'm sure you hear that all the time. People Seriously, if I say I don't know, if I say I don't know, will I get slimed? I get a certain amount of slime, like when I sign my contract, and I it's non-negotiable slime. I can't transfer the slime. You know, it's it's there's a lot of red tape around this slime. Oh, well, I family double dare you to give me some of that slime. You know what I'm saying? Oh, family double dare. Family double dare. Yeah, family Amazing. double dare you. The Skeeter. Uh, this has been another great episode. Next time you want to hear something wacky and woodly. Heavily this part. <laughs> this has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.